0: Wow. A rainstorm and no umbrellas and no one got wet. The closest I ever came to being an astronaut was when my dad and I rode Space Mountain at Disney World when I was about 10 years old. But seeing as how we didn't even break gravity on this ride... It is impossible for me to imagine what it would have been like to have been on the Apollo 8 mission, on that crew, in outer space, orbiting the moon, looking back on planet Earth. Many of you have seen this classic photo, although now, 40-some years later, it seems old hat, and we hardly give it a second thought, but Google it when you get home and imagine yourself on the moon, looking back. Imagine you're in your spaceship, you're looking out into that vast expanse of darkness, and then rising out of the shadow of the moon, you see planet Earth, our blue boat home. It's breathtaking. From 200,000 miles away, from 200,000 miles from your home and your neighborhood and your state and your country, your continent, you see planet Earth. No human eye has seen that before. We must reconnect with that moment, young and old alike, with the insight that it brought to human consciousness. In that moment, with that image, small thinking was destroyed. In that moment, it was crystal clear that we all share one rather small, blue-green planet covered in waving grasslands, majestic mountains, towering forests, And water, water, water. In that moment, we were swept up in awe, suddenly hearing the whispers of a deeper story of our planet. For a moment, as author Barbara Holmes writes, we considered our lives within the scope of a planetary system that is billions of years old. And it put our scuffles in perspective. We realized the rarity of blue-green, life-sustaining planets. But how quickly we forget the miracle of our blue boat home and the life it sustains. If only we could all be magically transported to the moon in our own little first universalist spaceship. Or like in that little bear book when he puts on his moon hat and goes to the moon and explores the moon. The truth is we don't have to go to the moon or outer space to reconnect with our mother earth, our blue boat home. Richard Louv in his book, Last Child in the Woods, shares this story that a ninth grader shared with him. A ninth grader who had a mind-blowing connection with nature right here. This ninth grader shares, As long as I can remember, every time I heard the word nature, I thought of a forest surrounded by mountain peaks seen way off in the distance. I never thought too much of this until a year ago when I was on a family vacation at Mammoth Mountain. I decided I would try and find a place that was similar to the one I had thought about since I was a kid. So I told my parents I was going for a walk, I grabbed my coat and I left. To my surprise, it only took maybe five or ten minutes before I found the spot. I stood there in awe. It was exactly as I had imagined it. Dozens of massive pine trees were visible. Maybe a hundred feet from where I stood, snow lightly covered the ground. Pine needles were scattered about. Out in the distance above the trees was a breathtaking view of the mountaintops. To my side was a small creek. The only sound I could hear was the trickling of water. I was in a star-struck daze for what seemed to be five or ten minutes, but that turned out to be two and a half hours. My parents had been looking for me because it was getting dark, When we finally met up, I told them I had gotten lost, for how could I share or even talk about what had happened? Such an overwhelming religious experience of awe and wonder. How many of you have had an experience like that somewhere, a tree, a lake, the mountains? How many of you have had a moment where time stopped, things stood still, you lost track of who you were, who you belonged to, and something greater happened? So here's the thing, whether it's from outer space or this sacred spot you have found in your life, these are, as I understand them, communion experiences, and we need them. Communion, in its deepest sense, is about our hearts and minds opening up and being in fellowship with something larger than ourselves. Whether from the moon or among the pine trees, in a backyard garden or with a dear companion, that is with us as we shed tears of joy or sorrow, that true communion opens us up to the greatest of mysteries. True communion, that connection, it shatters our small thinking, the demands of our egos, the boundaries that we let divide us from one another and the world. And so today, with all of you here, with water from around the world, collected in this vessel, we begin again with water communion. We begin again with love. We begin again with listening to one another. We begin where we are, knowing we have one more step to take toward that love, that love with teeth. We begin again with water communion, knowing that each drop of water, like each one of us, is an ordinary, impossible miracle capable of blessing this world. Amen.